All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash style. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to The Fifth Thing. I'm Amy. And I'm Kat. And today's quote is from Maya Angelou. Forgive yourself for not knowing what you didn't know before you learned it. I love that. And it reminds me of guess who? The game? No, I was trying to get you to guess who. Oh. <laughs> Wait, let me re say that. Guess who it reminds me of? Me? No. No. <laughs> Shauna Nequist with her, I guess I haven't learned that yet. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah so good. Sorry. <laughs> You're me? like, guess who? I'm like, <laughs> me? Because I actually have learned a lot the last couple of years and I have had to do a lot of forgiving because mm-hmm. it's like you can, it's easy to get into this mindset of oh if only I had known that sooner look at all I would have you know protected myself from or saved myself from or avoided or whatever but it's like oh that was all part of the journey yeah. well and you you can't know something you don't know exactly so you can't be mad at yourself which that Shauna Nequist book is a really good so good book I loved my interview with her. You, mm-hmm. I loved, loved yours. It. So at You Need Therapy podcast, there's an interview with Shauna about that book, and also on the Thursday Four Things episodes from a while back. That was this year or last year? That was last year because I was in my old house when I did it. But I just replayed it for one of my best ofs for the July Fourth week. Oh, mm-hmm. so nice. it's fresh on the page. Fresh on the page, which we ended last Tuesday's fifth thing teasing that we were going to address Kat slow blinking at her fiance. And I need to know what happened because if you slow blink at a cat, like a kitten, not therapy cat here, but a kitten or a grown cat, it will come over to you and come close to you and feel safe and like rub its nose up against you. At least that's what my cat Maggie has been doing when I slow blink at her. And so Kat was going <laughs> to test it out on her fiance. What happened? So he didn't do any of those things. (laughs) 
at one point in the video, because you secretly recorded him and then you yeah. sent me the video and it kind of looked like I thought he was about to, Nuzzle I my kid nose. you not, it looked like he was going to, yes, well, he, touch his nose to He your did nose. that, but he was just mocking me and he got really close to me and started doing it back to me. He was so confused of what was going on, which is fair. It was a strange thing to do. But so he did that. And then I kind of, I guess maybe I messed it up. Did I push him away? Well, I, I don't know that there was any specific rules. Okay. So then he kept saying, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? And then he said, is this Morse code? And then he was like, oh, I get it. You're saying I love you in Morse code. <laughs> I told you he was going to think it was Morse code. Wait, did you say that? I did. <gasps> yes. Whenever we first talked about it, I said, oh my gosh, you're going to be doing it. And he's going to be like, wait, is this Morse code? Do you need help? Are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> you know? Yeah. He didn't think I needed help. He might've thought I needed help, but you didn't think I needed help. He just said, are you trying to tell me you love me in Morse code? It was really cute, actually. You know, there's groups of people online that really are passionate about certain famous people they follow or something that they think are in distress. Oh yeah, But like for sure. they're not, but I'll see, that's where I'll see comments or I don't know if they are oh. honestly, but they'll leave comments like, hey, blink twice or three times if you're okay or blink five if you need me to call mm -hmm. 911, which I did watch the TMZ Britney Spears little documentary thing. There's a new one? I don't know how old it is, okay. but CryoCat wanted to pull it up and watch it. And I was trying to teach Stashira, my daughter, about Britney Spears because Ooh. my kids don't know how huge she was, is. Like she still is one of the most famous people in the world. But think back like 1999, 2000 or whatever. She was the biggest I was star. obsessed with her. Yes. I had her posters all over my wall. She was my favorite person in the world. Yeah. And she was dating Justin Timberlake from NSYNC. Like her life couldn't have been better. Yeah. Does she know who she is now because of the current circumstances? No, not okay. a clue. That's how it came up. Oh. Stashira was on my Instagram because you know she runs my link account now. She links things for me. So she has Radio Amy like Instagram on her phone and I follow Brittany and she saw some of Brittany's interesting dance videos yeah. and she's like, what is going on with this person? And I go, this person? <laughs> Do you mean Britney Spears? And CryoCat was here. So she said, oh, TMZ has this documentary about like her conservatorship or whatever, whenever that was. Yeah. And her fans were part of trying oh, to yeah, yeah, bring yeah. that down. Anyway, what made me think of this was some of her fans, when they saw that she was off of social media or she had not posted in a certain amount of time, they called 911 because they were worried about her. And they're like, we need you to do a welfare check on Britney Spears and they played the 911 audio of fans requesting they go by her house and check. And police did. They went you by and did a welfare check. That's so interesting because I guess anybody can call welfare. I've called a welfare check on a client, but I've never thought that just I can because, just call it on anybody what, not because I was can, afraid that they were, were going to hurt themselves. Oh, I thought yeah. they were just five minutes late. And you're like, I mean, <laughs> I have called a welfare check on a client who didn't show up and then it didn't respond. And it was somebody that I was would be worried. I had reason to be, be worried about. And I've also just called a welfare check because of other things that have happened. But I've never done it to somebody that I just see on Instagram. Right. But these are people that are very invested, invested in her life. Which speaking of invested, I'm very invested in your nails right now because each nail is a different color, which yes. I saw Kelsey Ballerini did that. No way. Yeah. So I think it's a thing Okay. right now. So now I'm wanting to try it. Not because of Kelsey, but 
It, it looks cute. It looked Does cute it, on Kelsey and then it looks cute on you. So yes, because okay. of y'all, I do want to try it. But you just literally each finger is a different color. And you did what? Like pink, yellow, green, blue. This is orange, yellow, yeah, green, blue, and purple. But the crazy thing is picking out colors that all would go. The last time I did this, my hands looked like an Easter egg. And I wanted this to be like summery. I don't know if I hit the mark. I think you hit the mark. Okay. And whatever Kelsey had, she hit the mark. I wish I knew exactly what the colors were called. I have nothing, nothing on my fingers and nothing on my toes right now. I'm just natural, which feels good. But my summer go-to is normally Funny Bunny, which is just so that- white-ish. <laughs> so it's not very funny. <laughs> and then my fall color is like a brown or a black. Okay, so we need to spice things up. You had a moment where you were doing like very simple, fun designs, but then you got that, didn't you get like a crack in your hand or something, an infection? Yeah. Nails are expensive. I don't, that's not how I want to spend money, but I know that that's your thing. Like you like spending money on that. Yeah. It will. And if I don't have my nails done, they'll be gone. This helps me not, which is funny because I've had this whole journey of stop picking my nails, but it used to really help me not rip all my nails off because I spent money on them. That makes me think of, you know, we talked about that game last week. Do you really know your family? And when I was playing it with the kids, I said, what is my weirdest habit? And they both go pulling out your hair. hair. <laughs> and yours would be picking at your nails or what's That's your That's not weirdest? a weird habit. I feel like a lot of people do that. I rip my hair out too. I have one spot where it's either bald or the hair is really short. And Patrick will slap my hand if I'm doing it while we're, I'll just do it while we're watching TV. Why do TV. we do that? It feels, it's satisfying. So it's so good. I know. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to stop. <laughs> I just love it. It's we too satisfying. different hobbies. Yeah, we need a different hobby. I do have an email from someone that I think will be relatable to you, Kat, because of PCOS, mm-hmm. which you've been vocal mm-hmm. about having. It's from Brenna. And she said, hey, Amy and Kat, I love listening to The Fifth Thing and feel like I'm just sitting down to a conversation with friends every time I listen. Boom. Mm. That's the goal. <laughs> Amy, I have appreciated your honesty about your fertility journey. I was diagnosed with PCOS in July 2022 after struggling to get pregnant for several months. My OB tried several medications prior to giving me a fertility specialist. I was recommended to take Clomid, but after hearing how much you struggled when taking it, I ultimately decided it wasn't going to be for me. I'll insert myself here real quick. Everybody responds differently to medication. So if I have spoken negatively about my experience with Clomid, uh, Clovid, what was it called? Clomid. Clomid. <laughs> you combine Clomid and COVID. <laughs> Clomid. With Clomid, it's because I did have a negative experience. Like it was horrible. Mm. But other people have a great yeah. experience. So I wouldn't rule anything out based on what anybody else says because our body are so different, but obviously. She said, thankfully, my doctors listened to me and I tried some other options. I'm happy to announce that I'm now almost five months pregnant Mm. with a sweet baby girl. After going to a fertility specialist, every appointment I had, I was wearing my Choose Joy t-shirt and it reminded me that although I was going through a very tough and difficult time that I could still choose joy. I love the entire shot forward and all the pimp and joy stuff too. Thank you for always being honest about what you've struggled with or dealing with. Your friend Brenna, she said, P.S. I live in Cary, North Carolina, and I checked out your friend's shop, The Mockingbird on Broad and Southern Pines, and it is so cute. I got a great pair of earrings there, which didn't you order earrings from yeah, Mockingbird? Yeah, I ordered some cute like beaded heart ones. I also bought some stuff from there and sent it to my uncle when he had a 
heart attack. I bought him that, the meditation book, the funny one. The bad word one? Yeah, I can't, I wanted to say it, but I can't. I sent Lisa a birthday present from there and it's a coffee mug that says, what the, and then it says- A bad word? Uh, yeah, but, <laughs> but in parentheses, it's like, no, seriously. <laughs> I just thought it would make Lisa laugh because she's had a very interesting year where it's like, what the, yeah. this is crazy. So I ordered that too from- the Mockingbird. So shout out Sunday, my friend that owns it. But back to Brenna's email, I am so excited to hear that you were successful in getting pregnant. That's very, very, very exciting. But I would imagine that a lot of people listening either have been on the fertility journey like I was, and I went to multiple fertility doctors and was never able to get pregnant and then went the route of adoption. And that was ended up being a beautiful thing for us. And so now I can see the why, like why that happened for us. What, what does what, make possible? What was made possible from that. But I still think of people that are on that journey. Adoption may not be something that they feel called to do and they still want to get pregnant or, or they even just have PCOS and they're not yeah. even thinking about getting pregnant. But I'm not as familiar. I don't have PCOS. So I just didn't know if you wanted to speak to that quickly to encourage, because I know a lot of women out there do have it. I don't know if it's just more common now or more people are talking about it or more people are being diagnosed and a lot of people have had it their whole lives. But what's interesting is my mom has it, my sister has it, and we all have it. My mom had four kids without any problems. My sister, she did the whole Clomid, she did IUI, and now she did, she did IVF and she had a baby boy. And I've never tried to get pregnant. So I have no idea how it's going to affect me, but... I'm glad people are talking about it more because it's something that we didn't do anything to get it. It's just something we have. And I think a lot of times the infertility stuff can feel like there's something wrong with me and like, what did I do? And a lot of people can blame themselves of, I should have been more careful about this or I should have been more careful about this, but you don't do anything to get that. All right, I wanna tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in store. All right. So I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, uh, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. 
well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148. So that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. A friend was over for dinner the other day and, you know, we were just making conversation around the table, asking questions. And this friend said to my daughter, like, hey, what's something that makes your mom happy? And her response without missing a beat was clean countertops. Wiping down the countertops is a simple way for me to reset, especially when the smell is just right. And by smell, I'm talking about coconut. Coconut scented Clorox Sentiva is my go-to. And I personally love that she answered that without hesitation. That means she knows me well, and that's really special. And of course, yeah, I do love clean countertops. I love wiping them down. I will always choose the smell of coconut over anything. I don't know what scent matches your vibe, but there's coconut, there's grapefruit, there's lavender. And again, for me, it's always going to be coconut. My kitchen smells like a little tropical vacation when I use it. And I love that with Clorox, I know I'm getting a really good clean as well. So it's a powerful clean and a refreshing scent. Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. You can get yours now at a retail store near you. Oh man, I went down a deep rabbit hole of things that I started to unpack because I I just was so confused by it that I started to go get those colonics. Mm. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had one of those in quite some time, but I was eating a certain way. And that fed into my disordered eating because I thought now I have an excuse to be mm. very picky with food because it's like, oh, I'm trying to get pregnant. And people are like, oh, that makes sense. Eat, eat as little as you want or whatever, or eat the, only these five foods. Sounds great because you're trying to get yeah. pregnant. So I use that as an excuse. But then also I had heard, okay, if I get colonics, that might help like get my bot. I don't even know why, quite honestly. But yeah. when I went to go get colonics, I was living in North Carolina at the time. And the woman I didn't even know her. I just made an appointment, went, and then she was. I told her that I was trying to have kids, and she said, oh, my gosh, stop using dryer sheets. That's causing fertility issues, which who knows? I don't know. Mm -hmm. So I stopped using dryer sheets, and then she tells me that the chem lines or whatever those are called, you know, from airplanes, the lines oh, yeah. in the sky, I forget the exact name of what people call them, but chemtrails is the conspiracy. And she was telling me that those are poisoning our crops, and then obviously I was married to Ben at the time, and he's a was a pilot yeah. in the Air Force. And I'm like, what are those trails? And he explained to me exactly what they are. But I was like, I don't know. They're poisoning us and making us, they're causing fertility issues so that we can't populate. Because that's what, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. Take you, all the planes down. You just start to look for, yeah. there has to be a reason why this is happening. And I just went down this whole thing where I was eliminating all these things from my life because I was convinced by someone that they were causing yeah, the problem. Well, the interesting thing is P2S affects a lot more than your fertility. There's a lot of side effects that bump up against what women are supposed to be and feel and do. 
And so I don't, I'm not going to get into all of that, but when it comes to the fertility stuff, it's interesting to me because, and this is for somebody who doesn't even have PCOS. It could be anybody who struggles with, with fertility or, or just somebody who doesn't want to get pregnant is it's been postured as this thing that women are all supposed to do. And it's just supposed to come naturally and you're supposed to want to do it. And there's so much wrapped up in it that I think it hits us and maybe it's different when you're the one experiencing, but it hits different. Like it affects so many things when you can't get pregnant. It's, well, this is this one thing that I've been put on this earth to populate. And this is my right. And this is my, and then you can't do it. it there's so much wrapped up in that and our, identi- our, our identities. I don't know if that's something you struggled with. Well, I think Ben struggled with it too. Mm. It wasn't just you, me. Yeah. There was, as a man, there was, which he got tested too. We couldn't really figure out what, what was, was going wrong, on. But- he felt that a hundred percent. Yeah. So I think it's, it's both. Yeah. And what does that mean? Like, I think this goes back to you saying I was able to adopt and what does this make possible is sometimes there's so many scripts that are, that are written and that we abide by naturally just because we live in this world about a family and what it's supposed to look like and uh, what it brings you and all this thing. And there's nothing better than being a mom. There's nothing better than being a dad. There's nothing better than having a family and da, 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 and the American dream. And so when we aren't able to have that or it doesn't work out the way that like the books are written in our society, it does cause a lot of discomfort and pain and insecurity when it could just be, this is not supposed to be the journey for you. And that doesn't mean you're going to have a less than life. Right. You know? And it's not even just with kids. That could be like anything. Choosing to be single. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. I think that is such a big one that people think, and this is something that I struggled with a lot because I got engaged a couple months ago. I didn't ever, I didn't know when that was going to happen or if it was going to happen. And people are looked at like, oh, I'm sorry. Like you don't have what, what you really want or what you really need or what you're supposed to have yet. And it's, well, I really liked my life. I really like my life. And a lot of people are choose to not be in relationships. And it doesn't mean they're not having as good of an experience they could have. No, that's good encouragement. Yeah. Because there's just like so many things that are put into us at a young age and it, they just live within us. And we think sort of like blue is for boys and pink is for, for girls. girls. Which way, 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 way back in the day, pink was popular for boys. Really? Don't ask me the time frame. Look it up. <laughs> Wait, that's so interesting. When was pink popular for boys? How do you even know that? I don't know. Oh, okay. About 1840. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's not that long ago. Okay, here we go. It was in the 1940s. Those babies mm. were the first to be dressed in sex-specific clothing that Americans are familiar with today. Boys in blue and girls in pink. Huh. So here we go. Yeah. I mean, th- that's just one example. Of yeah. Like, now we think that a lot of times when I'm getting anything for the kids, that's just naturally how I decide how I'm going to tell something apart for them. Mm. I'm getting them new toothbrushes or something. Well, I'll get Stashira the pink and Stevens in the blue. Meanwhile, Stashira's color, favorite color right now is navy blue. So I should have gotten her blue, but she also likes pink. But she just, she picked out her bedding for her dad's house and she wanted all navy blue. Interesting. I know. It looks really good, like navy blue and white. That's her, and then she, but a pop of pink. (laughs) She got these lamps from Pottery Barn Teen, which I've never shopped there, but 
we found these lamps like on major sale and they're so cute. And they're pink? Pinkish, yeah. So I think that probably just, well, that does speak to, we should be asking ourselves, what is it that I really want? And what is it that makes me happy versus what is it that I'm told or what is it that I should like or want? And then when we even answer that question, what is it that I want? I think it would be helpful. Like what part of me wants that? Like what is bringing that up? Because if it's, well, I want that because then I'm going to fit in or I want that because so-and-so got it and they're happy or I want that because that person on TV had it. Well, sometimes that makes sense and that's okay. And sometimes it's like, but that's not really what I want. I think that's an awesome journaling prompt. Mm -hmm. The question you asked of why is it that I want this or what part of me wants it? And it may take you days to work through or Mm -hmm. even weeks of journaling. But that's the cool part about, I think writing things down is you can go back and read what you were writing in the days before and see how it's evolved Mm -hmm. as it starts to flow out of you. Mm -hmm. I got Stashira a journal for the first time. Is it navy? It's pink. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What part of you got her the pink journal? (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) She asked for a journal. Right when I said that, I was like, Kat's about to ask me the color and I'm going to have to say pink. But to be fair, I was at the drugstore or pharmacy. Do you say pharmacy or drugstore? Like if you're talking about Walgreens. I would never say either. I would say not Walgreens. (laughs) Okay. All righty. Well, so I was at, actually it was at CVS (laughs) and they only had a few journals to choose from, but I, she had just said she wanted one and I was there and I was thinking about it and I didn't want to forget. So I was like, well, I'm going to get this one. And pink was the prettiest. So that's probably why I got it. But I'm sure subconsciously I was like, she's a girl. She'll love it. (laughs) So I'm excited to see how she puts it to use because I was telling her how therapeutic it has been for me and that I was never a journaler and didn't write until we started doing the four things gratitude journals. That was the beginning of journaling for me. And so I still do the four things gratitude journals, but then I have a journal that I just free flow in. And sometimes, honestly, I free flow in the gratitude journal, even though it's four things, I'll just kind of flow. Who cares how you use it? It's all paper. But I have another specific journal that is just free flow. Did you have a journal as a kid? I had a little teeny tiny diary. It's actually downstairs. I didn't use it much, but you can go. I want to look in it. See the things I would write about riveting. I had two journals or diaries as a kid, but they were one was all had prompts and it's all about like the crush I had in fifth grade. And it's really funny to look at. But the other one, I had one of those black light journals. Did did you, I guess you're looking at me like I'm crazy. Well, I didn't have one, but that's pretty awesome. Like Stevenson would love that. So you get to write it. With special pen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And unless you have the light. You can't read it. So even if you stole my journal, you wouldn't be able to read what I wrote about you when I was mad at you. Like if my mom stole it. Yeah. I know my diary had a lock as a kid, but I don't think it's locked. I know I didn't write much in it at all. I had this one boyfriend who my mom kept my diary, whatever, in her kitchen table, like our where we would eat breakfast and stuff had down below like two hidden doors and you could store stuff in it. Isn't that weird? And you would open it up and that's where my mom kept my diary. So one of my boyfriends was visiting once in college at my mom's and he opened it up. One of the books that I had in there, I'll have to go downstairs and look and see which one it is. And he wrote in there to whatever loser is with Amy now, if you're reading this, I must be dead or something. (laughs) Because basically that means we would have broken up. And so 
uh, we broke up. But <laughs> <laughs> he didn't die. Either. I was going to say, is he alive? Interesting. Interesting. Wait, you let your boyfriend read your diary? I'm telling you, there was not much in there. It's like Amy was here, 1994. (laughs) W-U-Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Amy plus, you know, Christy equals sisters. (laughs) (laughs) Like it wasn't. Okay, maybe I don't want to read it. That's why I wasn't a journaler. I didn't know how to, but I wish that I had had that tool as a teenager. I think it would have helped me process. So I say all this. So whether you're 16 14, 25, 65, listening to this, journaling has been such a gift for me the last several years, mm-hmm. such a gift. And it's it's evolved, it's changed. I now look forward to it. It's mm-hmm. pretty much part of my daily practice. I will journal most every day. If I don't, it's odd. And it's nothing overwhelming. You can do one page or you can set a timer for three minutes or you can set a timer for five. Or Allie Fallon once made me set a timer for 20. And she said, 20 journal for 20 minutes, four days in a row, and it'll change your life. So I did it. And? I don't know. I mean, I still enjoy it. I like it. I mean, I think at the moment, I remember it feeling really, really good. But she said, it'll change you. Like internally, it's doing something to your health. Like you may not even really know that it's changing you. Yeah. Did your hand start to cramp? No. I'm not like writing like, super fast or gripping really hard, but. Maybe that's my problem. I feel like my hand always cramps when I start to like write a letter to somebody. I want to start doing more handwritten letters. Yeah, I made that a goal a couple of years ago and I never wrote one. No, I wrote one. Are y'all going to do handwritten thank you cards for your? You what was that to. thing you sent me oh. the other day? Was that for the wedding or just for you? And I got so many texts back that were like, is this spam or is this a, a virus? It oh, is for the well, wedding. I never thought of that. Yeah, you didn't think that. And I filled it out. Because it is kind of sketchy. It's like, hey, fill this out. Here's a link. But it does have my name in it and I'm sending it to you. It's um, a website where you can have an online address book. It's for the wedding so I can get everybody's addresses. But now I have everybody's addresses and birthdays. And it, and it shows me when I log on there, oh, somebody's birthday's coming up. You should send them a card which this is what people had in the olden days. My grandma had an address book with everybody's birthday. So she would always know who to send what to. And we don't have this anymore. I learned about, because I'm someone with ADHD, that like I was not great at keeping up with birthdays. Like, or just Mm. the, because that takes organization and planning and sitting down and being, you know. Yeah. Which I think inside of me, I had the desire to be, thoughtful and intentional, but then planning all of that seemed overwhelming. So I was like, I'll just wing it. And then I wing it and I forget. (laughs) So I have been adding things to my calendar slowly, but surely. And I think I have most people added. So it pops up and I've gotten a lot better at remembering and making that a priority because I want to remember. And uh, what was I going to say about that? Do you have my my birthday in there? ADHD is kicking in December 4th. (gasps) I have that in my brain. I don't even need it in my calendar. How do you remember that? I don't know. When's mine? March 17th. Oh, 18th. Oh, dang it. No. <laughs> hey, blame your ADHD. Okay. That's my ADHD. Well, I don't have it in my calendar. I actually might have it in my calendar. Well, I have it on my online address book now. You should get one, but then people are going to be like, oh, what party are you inviting me to? Okay. I'm trying to think where my brain was going when oh. I was telling that, okay. but I think it was just that I appreciated what you sent. And I thought, I thought you were using it for your wedding, but I was like, well, what if she's not, this is brilliant 
because this is how you can gather information from people. So I'm sure you could use it even if you're not getting married yeah. as a way to collect info. Somebody asked me if I was collecting, I sent it to a therapist friend and she was like, oh, this is such a great idea. Is this so you can keep all of your referral sources organized? And I was like, no, but I can now. Yeah. Well, so what's it called? Postable. Okay. Yeah. I I'm sure there's sure a million websites that do it, but that was the one that popped up. So it's I... postable.com. Oh, so you have cards to choose from here. And right, if you go to postable.com, you click on get addresses or something. I don't know. I'm going to look into this because I feel like this is a great way to I be organized. Crazy that you've never gotten one of those before. Never. Never. Huh. I was fascinated. But I'm also now mad at myself that I didn't think scam and that I quickly <laughs> tapped on it. Because I, you can't quickly tap on anything these days, even if it is from your friend. Because what if you got hacked or they... Well, yeah, because yeah. people's Facebooks get hacked yes. all the time. I got a text from my bank the other day, except for it wasn't really my bank, which I don't know if the scammers knew that was my bank or if it was just coincidence. Yeah. But it looked like I was getting a text from Truist which I don't have Truist saved in my phone, but it came up as Truist. Sure. But I know that's my bank. So I'm thinking, do I have that saved in my phone? And then when I, but when I click on the contact and I go to it, there is nothing. There's no number. There's no nothing. I don't know how they're doing it. Wait. But they sent a text. I posted about it on Instagram. Okay, so right here, see how it says Truist? Like right here, it says Cousin Amanda, Ben iPhone, Truist. Click on that and it says verify activity. $255.37 was purchased at Target in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma on 7-6. Reply why if you recognize no, use code da, 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 and it's like a link that you click. But the crazy part about this is that is my bank. And the day that I got this, I had placed a Target order. But not in Oklahoma. Not in Oklahoma. But I thought, are scammers getting this sophisticated where they know certain things that I'm doing so they know that I'm more susceptible in that moment? Because I actually kind of thought, shoot, Oklahoma, did I, because of an online order. And so I'm like, did they have like a warehouse facility in Oklahoma that just, you know? Yeah. Like you have these thoughts that make me think this might be legit, so I'm going to click on it. But because I don't click too fast, except for your postable <laughs> link, I paused and I was like, this is a total scam, but it looks so legit. But what made it feel even more legit was the bank and the fact that I had just placed an order. So either that is a big fat coincidence or they are getting that sophisticated. That is crazy that they can show up the name as the crazy. I don't like that. And there's no number. Okay. So there's like, no phone number. I'm clicking on Truist. And then when I go to contact, if I click Truist to get more info, there's nothing. You can't call that number. There's not even a number. See, it's blank. I don't like this. I know. The future is getting hard. Do you have anything positive to end on? Um, have the day you need to have. <laughs> that is positive. Yeah. We're saving people from- um, Getting scammed. Getting scammed. So right. Kat, where can people find you? On Instagram at, at cat.defada and at Therapy podcast. Boom. And I am at Radio Amy on Instagram and you can hit up radioamy.com for more things. And we will- or I will see you Thursday for four things and Kat will be back next Tuesday for the fifth thing. Bye. Bye. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? 
With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org.